0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 483 at scavengerlife.com.
1: We're entering another season, Ryan. Another season of our life. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's getting cool outside and we're we're like collecting wood. Yes. Uh, as a scavenger, collecting free firewood is one of the highlights of my year. Yes. And I have found two new sources of free firewood what are
0: those new sources
1: number one a very nice elderly gentleman about an hour from where we live uh has all these dead trees in his yard and i met him on facebook and uh, facebook
0: or craigslist sorry craigslist
1: craigslist he doesn't
0: use facebook
1: and he is he's like super nice he's cutting them up, you know he's chopping them down yeah cutting them up in the piece the sizes i need into like rounds yep and then i go over and pick them up it's great and he we love talking to each other he loves like talking to me online and it's uh,
0: like it's like his hobby is like clearing his yard he has a pretty big yard
1: yeah and he's got like all this great chainsaw equipment he's like, really into <laughs> he's really it. into it uh, yeah that's a yeah. great so source it's like a very that's been a
0: couple of years now yeah i guess it started about
1: a year ago but he he kind of like went away and then he popped back up and he's got all this wood so yeah. uh it's great and then my other one is um where we renovated our roaster building in downtown It's kind of in the industrial area of our town and next to us is our neighbor who I've become friends with and he is kind of like a jack of all trades but he cuts down trees Mm -hmm. is one of those things he does and I told him I burned firewood and he's like well I sometimes cut down trees that I want to get rid of like I don't want
0: to dump them
1: so yeah he's now given us four trees I think so yeah it makes me feel really good. We probably have enough wood for two years now. Yeah. So
0: I, I would say, even maybe even more than that. I think, yeah, I always think that. But, uh, but then we burn through a lot when it's really cold. You'd be surprised.
1: Yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, we, when we built our house 12 years ago, or not built it, when we renovated our house 12 years ago, we have a wood stove and that yeah. heats our house with for heat.
0: It's, so, we love it so much. Yeah. Wood heat. Ooh. It's great. now there's been a few days that are cold that we're like it's kind of chilly but do we really want to break out the wood stove like we try to wait as long as possible and today's super warm like i need to take my sweater off it's like humid and warm so it's one of those things where we just try to hold out Till, like, November? Yeah. Because we're in here? Virginia, so it's like, you can yeah. kind of hold out that long. It's
1: like the mid-Atlantic region. right? Yeah.
0: So we also need to um, rent a splitter and split a bunch of wood. Yeah. Like, get it at 8 a.m. and just, like, split wood yeah. till 4.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess if I was that. more of
1: an outdoorsman, I would, like, get, like, a hand splitter. And, oh, boy. Yeah.
0: That would take forever. Hey, guys, you get a lot of exercise, you guys
1: though. do it. They're out there.
0: One of our yeah. neighbors does it. Yeah. 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 It's kind of but amazing. I'm kind of like, let's just put it on there. Well, also, we just have a lot of other stuff to do. <laughs> so it's not like, I'll get some fresh air and go outside. We're like, yeah. we got to get this done. I'm because... a scavenger,
1: but I'm into technology. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when we were, you know, we've been taking walks. We we take our evening walk. Uh, yeah. Like, like uh, just, you know, casual... <laughs> People,
0: what is this? We, we have to get our minutes in in our Apple Watch. I don't know why that's funny, like, it must happen.
1: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we take a three mile walk every yes. night.
0: That sounds, that sounds like we are retired people. Like, I think of retired people. Like, uh, my mom, basically. Right. They're like, You're our nightly walk. Except, I think we walk more than my mom.
1: Look, so. I love it. It just is funny because it sounds like we're retired
0: people. Yeah. Like. Um, we're trying to exercise so that we don't <laughs> die early, is what it comes down to. So, you had an interesting topic. Yes, during to one of today. our evening walks. Yes. Where... You know,
1: I don't know. You get stressed out sometimes. Oh, sometimes. (laughs) But yeah, when we walk and talk, we can like kind of work things out. Yeah. And uh, I think you're just getting stressed out by like we always do. We got a lot, lot of stuff going on that that we choose to do. But we were talking about needing, you know, finding fun things in the things that other people, yeah, and the things other people think are boring, right? Does or tedious? Yeah, finding. Finding fun in the things that other people think are boring. Yeah,
0: like running businesses. And I think that that's, I mean, I hope
1: that that's true. I know, I definitely feel that. Yeah. I have fun in the things yeah. we do.
0: Most of the time. I mean, like you said, I get stressed out because there's like the crush of like independence of, you know, you can't. Look, let me just preface this. The last few weeks have been really busy with eBay Airbnb, and now this new coffee business like there's just a lot to make sure you're doing because if you don't do some of it, it just becomes chaotic right. and messy right. you don't put your eBay stuff away and your helper comes tomorrow it's a mess right you know
1: and and we only bring this up too I mean we're talking specifically about our own life, but you know I don't know why people come to this podcast anymore because I guess it was <laughs> it was kind of about eBay and it still is because you know, yeah. we started this because we wanted to like document our our selling stuff on eBay to buy our freedom right. from having to Which work for other people. Which we still do. Uh, but even if you're just beginning doing eBay, it's the same thing. Like yeah. it's not glamorous. No and and at all you kind of need to find like some of it has to be fun like searching for things and finding things out that's always the fun stuff i think people always have fun doing that and then the other fun thing you've got to have some kind of fun in either taking pictures or listing or maybe it's not even that it's more in the overall like organizing
0: or shipping like i i love
1: packing and shipping i really do if you didn't
0: We'd None have a problem. Would,
1: we would not be doing this. We'd
0: right have now. a problem. Yeah. Because
1: I do not find that fun. Uh, and, and that's a good thing between two of us. It. We can find, we can each do the thing that is fun to us. Right. Because if you can't find fun in these things, and like.
0: Just go get a it crappy is job. It's not
1: going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it is not going to yeah. work. I mean, that's why when I watch these videos about like gurus and stuff, it's right. like, I get it. It's like. There are numbers, there's this, there's that. You know, Amazon you can make so much money on. But where's the love? But if you can't find fun in that. In the passion. I mean, so specifically for us, you know, we're starting this new business. It's like we're going to open a coffee shop and we now have like a coffee roastery.
0: Full-on roastery. And
1: the thing is, is I think we are finding, you know, it's, it's new to us. Like it's something new. Yeah. Like we're not sure how this is going to work. Right. And like I said the other week, you know, part of my concern is like, are we documenting our own failure? <laughs> and maybe so.
0: That's okay. I don't think we are, <laughs> It's but sure.
1: But that's
0: that's a fear.
1: You know, again, we're walking into this without any... Uh, guarantee that it's going to work but i think it will and we're working with good people but it's a frustration and fun with working with other people yeah you know like it's hard it was hard enough for us to learn to work with each other right and now we're we're joining other people into a business right and it's frustrating because you know in our own business if we want something done it can just get done
0: well it can just get done and the communication is very uh, efficient because right. it's generally, sometimes it's not.
1: Like me and you can say- We just sit here and we, we're like- Why don't we do this and it could get done How do today. we do it? Right. Like
0: Let's figure out how to do it. When there's four people in the business who are geographically separated- but not
1: not even, I don't think it even matters about that. It's yeah. more about just when you have different people yeah. and everyone has different yeah. ways of doing things right. and different tolerances right. for what needs to get done and different opinions. You know? Sure, of course. Things get slower. And so that gets frustrating. However, I find that I am having a lot of fun working with two other people. Yeah. Like, because there are ideas that I would not necessarily have. Yes. You know, it's fun to have other people involved in this business. Things
0: you would never think of that they're right. like, oh, we would definitely do this. And you're like, I would never have thought of that. Right. You know, yeah, that's a great
1: idea. right? You know. So, I mean, those are things that, yeah, I think are important to us as we kind of keep going on this. It's like, yeah. I always remind you, Ryan, that we can stop at any time. <laughs> like... That's a good thing with you yeah. Know, with all of this, is that you know we've done a lot of stuff and we make enough m- m- money doing things. Or if we, we yeah. wanted to, like, not keep pushing ourselves and doing things, we could stop and yeah. live a perfectly fine life. Yeah, we're, we're, we wouldn't be rich people, but we would be like secure and yeah. safe. You totally. Know? Uh, and I think that's always good to. Re- I think
0: remember. that makes me feel a little bit better because. Yeah. There are several things that are honestly already in the pipeline for after the coffee shop. So well. but potentially, I mean, we own another business. Uh, we own another building on Main Street that is in really rough shape, and you're kind of like, okay, once we're done with that, yeah, like we, we pretty that. much have to like do that mm-hmm. other building. But that
1: could be ten years from I now. Know. It could n- it could not ever happen. Yeah. And the thing is, not to let ourselves be over overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about eBay this week. Yes. Monday, tomorrow, is a postal holiday. It
0: is a postal holiday. So don't get all in a tizzy shipping stuff because right. you can't.
1: So sleep late. <laughs> it's all good.
0: You can pack your stuff, which right. I'm going to do. But does eBay do... So we
1: have a three-day handling time. Does eBay do a good job like internally? Do they count that holiday as... as yeah, they not, do a good job. So so that's not counted as a business day. No,
0: it's a holiday wow. because... Okay. Uh, Usually, you know, because it'll say um, on your label maker thing, it says ship on what date and then tomorrow's date will be blanked out mm. like it won't be there. So you're like, they do consider that. So
1: then if holiday. someone bought something on Friday,
0: don't you don't ship till Tuesday. no.
1: I mean, three business days, right? Or is it three days? Oh, So, yeah. I mean, you you, Thursday? <laughs> you legally don't have to do it till legally. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday, that's yeah.
0: true. I'd have to look. Yeah, that should, and, yes. And
1: is it three, like it has to be done on the third day or it's three days and then it's Friday? God,
0: you know? uh, yeah. I'm just wondering. I, I actually yeah. wouldn't really have to look at that. Okay. I think it has to be shipped on the third day. Mm. Is that right? Or is it the next day? Right. I, I I don't know. I will say you
1: often put a lot of pressure on it yourself to get stuff out quick, which I think yeah. is good.
0: Customers but I don't like have fast to. shipping.
1: But I always try to remind you that, like, yeah. with with that three business days,
0: yeah, you That's a lot of often time have a lot yeah. of
1: time. You know? I
0: try to get st- so like yesterday. So yesterday was Saturday, and the post office was picking up. You know, I tried to get everything in the mail because then I'm like, people will get stuff on Tuesday, which is great, you know. But I didn't have to, like you said, um, stuff that you know, sold Saturday morning. You don't really have to. I have noticed this last few weeks that the post office has been pretty slow. And I mm. think it's because of election mail. Sure, There is a lot of mail going through the system. Mm. Um, USPS can handle it. They get a lot of mail every single day. But I have noticed some things being a little bit sluggish. But everything's been delivered. I I've been looking right. at my You know, ship stuff, and it's like delivered, delivered, delivered. And
1: supposedly, I don't know, I don't know where they're at in the whole politics of it. But I know that that new postmaster general, he was trying to cut funding, so the post office was able to pay overtime to get like packages pushed through faster, and then he like cut that overtime, and And he took
0: away sorting,
1: and so things would sit for longer, and so uh, or or if a truck went out. Late, it couldn't come back and get anything. So I don't know where that's at, but you know, hopefully he
0: wouldn't let it go out late. Right. So if stuff wasn't coming in to get shipped out, the the truck will go out empty, right? And they're like, uh, right. "This doesn't really work."
1: So I hope that they fix that because, really, I mean, the yeah. post office is, I think, is switching from you know all the junk mail, all the like paper mail that was common. When I was a kid, you used yeah. to get so much junk mail, and that's how yeah. the post office made cash. You now get, it's all about You packages. still get some of it.
0: But yeah, yeah. well, because online, right. I mean, like Amazon yeah. has a huge deal with USPS. Um, UPS and FedEx have right. deals with UPS, USPS to do last mile. So, I mean, we don't get a lot of junk mail, but I love junk mail nappies. now I have a box <laughs> by my Kindling. Uh,
1: yeah, by our a wood stove, and it's great. Like I start fires with it. Oh, so yeah. So it's. It's great. It's so fine.
0: Thanks for the junk mail, guys. Hey, that that pays a lot for the post office, though. Yeah. I know you say it's not as much as when you were a little kid, yeah. but some of that, some of those mailers, those commercial mailers, pay for. Yeah.
1: Uh. So last so Saturdays are. I, I don't know. We don't really have like weekends like where we like <laughs> don't do Speaking anything. Speaking of work, but Saturdays are yeah. you know oftentimes where we don't have as much to do or we can take off. Um, yeah. So you know last. Last evening we had eaten dinner, and then I am like walking by our like like, a dining room table where we do most of our work. It's like we eat. It's kind of just like a it's like catch all office. (laughs) And and I walk by you, and you're like intently focused on something. And I look on your computer screen, and there's like some weird (laughs) I don't know some weird program. I'm like, what are you do? You know, and you're just like, and like I realize you've been quiet for like two hours. I'm like, what are you doing? And you said eBay is making us change item specifics on 1,700 items.
0: Yeah. I think it's it's mostly clothes, but there's some. So a few weeks ago, and I think this was part of the seller update. I don't know. I'm like, it's like I'm an eBay professional, but I like half pay attention to some of this stuff. I'm like, when was that? So eBay started requiring certain categories to have item specifics, which makes sense. But it was like really particular about some things. So eBay introduced this technology. It's kind of like Ink Frog. It's called OptiSeller. I think it's a similar program. OptiSeller. Yeah. So they're like, you can get a free account (laughs) until December to do item specifics. It's basically like, it's not even a bulk editor. It's like, you have to do it one by one still. But it like shows you what item specifics are needed Mm -hmm. in in certain categories. So you can go category by category, which is helpful. So I fixed a bunch of items. It was like hundreds of item specifics, right? And I was like, great, I'm done. No problem. That wasn't so bad. And then I started hearing some stuff a little bit on the forums. And I was like, meh. And they're like, yeah, so remember all those categories where it was like, you know, you need to immediately change it. So I like fixed all those. And then it was like, required soon, and i totally ignored all those i was like well i don't if whatever i don't mm-hmm. have to do that so now ebay's sending out messages these will be required soon so you need to mm-hmm. change them so
1: so if you don't change them then ebay won't will will take them down or
0: i don't know yeah. what ebay will do my fear is not that they'll take them down that they'll just push them lower in the rankings mm-hmm. because hide them. Yeah. yeah whatever so and they might not do that and they might be like saying that so that you'll do it but i'm like And what example are the the changes? It's so annoying. Mm -hmm. So some of it's color. Mm -hmm. And some of it's color. Some of it's, so it's a lot of clothes. Department, in quotes. Mm. Men's, meaning is it the men's department, women's department, kids, teens, or unisex adults. Right. The annoying thing about that is most of these are already in the category of, like, women's sweaters or men's belts. And you're like... Those should be pre-filled. If mm-hmm. it's in the e- eBay category of men's belts, it so should be men's in, department.
1: So is it in the category in our store or is it on the category on, on eBay? eBay? eBay.
0: okay, yeah. Like in, yeah. in in our store, I just have belts. Right. But I do have some women's belts and, and some men's And basically, belts. this is just a – It's just like – This is eBay's
1: continued push. And it makes sense for structured data. Yeah. So when someone does a search – eBay has a lot of data and then can like you know filter right. out and get to you So on you
0: the left hand side like if you buy right. on eBay a lot, which I do, there there'll be check boxes, right. which is actually super helpful where you're like, I just want handmade items. I right. just want this size. However, the thing that's also annoying about the item specifics is, eBay, a couple years ago, introduced a color called multicolor, mm-hmm. which was really helpful. So you have a belt and it has like all these different colors. You're like, it's a multicolor belt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: eBay's term for multicolor was multi-color. <laughs> oh, they changed that. So it's all one word now. So anything that's called multi-color, which I didn't type in, I just chose, they're like, oh, that's, you just wrote that in and made it up. It's mm-hmm. not like a checkbox. And you're like, eBay. So first of all, that could be automated by eBay to change it to their new standard. But no, I have to copy and paste every (laughs) single multicolor. So it's a pain in the butt. And so I think it's not a big deal because I'm like, I'll do it. But in five years, are they going to change it again?
1: Yeah. I mean, it seems like in, you know, we're the kind of like the edge case. Yeah. I don't know how many like big sellers there. I mean, I don't know how big we are, but you know, 8,000 items, you know, for people that are, we're like medium, keeping a large inventory that doesn't turn over quickly. Yeah, exactly, That's who it hits yeah. because for people who are turning over items quickly, they're, they're adding items yeah. newly and they're adding all these categories all the because I'm assuming there's stars by everything. Or yeah. by It'll everything.
0: tell you when it's required, yeah. but, uh, Oh, the other thing, sorry. Uh, The other annoying thing is MPN, manufacturer's part number. If you have a model number on most things, there's not an MPN Mm. on almost anything.
1: I don't even know what that is.
0: Manufacturer parts number. It's Mm. like, okay, so for example... I had to buy a part for one of our grinders at the, um, coffee grinder. At, uh, coffee grinder, sorry, at the roaster building where we grind coffee, when we ship stuff out, I had to buy a part. So there's a manufacturer's part number. It's mm. like a long string of numbers and you're like, I need that part number. That makes sense. It's right. not a model number. It's a part number. But for a majority of things like electronics or whatever, there's no MPN. Yeah. But they, but you just have to say does not apply mm. every single freaking time. Mm. You're like eBay. Yeah. Not applicable to most things. Yeah. So anyway.
1: So, I mean, this is not the first time eBay's done some kind of change. And for someone, for a seller like us that has a lot of like things that have been up for a long time, just we have to yeah we just have to do it and it's just the way it is you know and then we got a letter this week from the post office um we made an insurance claim on an item and we got a letter that said that if we want to um get the the get the claim approved we have to bring the actual item to the post office to verify and this is interesting we've had other people say that on the forum. Uh, them getting that letter right. too. And it's not, it's not this, you know, sometimes we do a claim and right. we just get a check. Yeah, and which it's happened a couple of weeks so ago. So it's interesting why some
0: like random you have randomly. to show
1: or not uh, Well, and
0: the issue with this one too is the person hasn't returned it yet and there's a time limit on the letter. They're like you have so many days to get and since eBay gives people a million days to return things, I'm like, well, yeah. I don't even know if I can like get this claim. I wonder they just if haven't you could shipped it. Open yet. it up again. So
1: anyway, it's yeah. just it's one of those things. Uh it just
0: Yeah. I guess it's just, we
1: always for the most part, we always make people Buyers send things back if they say things are well, not always. I well, mean, not
0: damaged. Like if it really, this one right. just got chipped. So right. I was like, I could, I could use part of it. Part of it was usable still. Right. So I said, return it. They just haven't. Yeah, maybe they changed their mind and it's fine, and I won't have to refund them. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I guess we make people send things back when we're a little bit like mm, skeptical of what they're yeah. saying. So, uh, but if they show us a photo and like it's actually. Yeah. Smash. We're like, yeah, here's all your money. Yeah, just of course. It. I just Sorry. refund them yeah. right away. Um, okay, let's talk about our numbers this week. Uh, it was not... Uh, it was a fairly slow week for us. We sold 32 items. Yeah. We made $1, $1,152.51. Not including shipping. Not including shipping. Um and so we sold, you know, a decent amount of items. But the thing is, we was fairly low dollar. Our highest item yeah. was a hundred dollars. Yeah, for two wooden bowls. Well, oh, that was a great sale. Here's two bowls. They're made out of wood. Give us a hundred dollars.
0: They're primitive.
1: I know. They're nice. Uh, handmade. Handmade things always sell well. Uh, like hand turned.
0: Yeah. Hand-turned they're old. They were old.
1: From Vermont. Yeah. yeah. Abies made by pioneers or pilgrims.
0: I don't think they were that old, yep. but okay. Pilgrims, frontiersmen. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's
1: a so I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I I don't know. You know, we, we're all like these armchair economists. I just think with uh, like. Weirdness of of American politics right now. People are probably a little unsure. Like the I said last week, the up.
0: chaos of the news cycle. Yeah. The, Every time I refresh my phone, I'm like, "What the yeah, heck is the, happening?"
1: The like uh, elections coming and people are getting a little nervous. And I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But uh,
0: I don't know. Well, also, there's like talks of a new stimulus bill that keep crashing and burning. So mm-hmm. there are people that are you yeah. know freaking out a little bit. Yeah.
1: But. Things keep selling. We've sold two things today. Yep. So
0: weird vintage items. Yeah, that keep going.
1: Uh, and things we sold totally random. Really, not a lot of uh, anything specifically cool. But just I don't know T-shirts. We've been selling. I've been
0: selling T-shirts. Yeah,
1: which is which. We even bought T-shirts in a long time.
0: I've been selling. Um, I have this coffee maker that I parted out like mm. a year ago or more ago. Yeah. And um, I'm still selling parts from that. I have like, Jay was just asking me, he's like, how many more parts do we have? And it's a handful of parts left. I'm kind of like, all right, people are still repairing these. When we
1: first moved into our house, I was hoarding cast iron, like, cookieware. Pots and pans. Because I was just like, this stuff is incredible. It like, is incredible. Why Why should you cook on anything other than cast iron? But then over the past decade, I'm like, I use... two. W- one, one, yeah,
0: two. You pan, use one pan. I, I use, pan. use the other pan. Like,
1: I cook everything in this one kind of like, like high-lipped cast iron pan. Where I mean, I cook. It's almost everything. like a Dutch
0: oven with a right. handle. I cook
1: everything in that, and right. so we went and we just we just we cleaned purged. and purged all the cast iron I had. And I've been
0: selling it. And And we sold a
1: couple this week.
0: I sold a couple pieces. I took offers because I'm like, you know, one was a large, like, 10-inch skillet frying pan. Like, the greatest, like, basic size frying pan. And I took a half-price offer because I was like, it's not vintage. And it's used. Same way with
1: knives, too. We were buying, I was buying, you know, like, cooking knives. Like,
0: like chef's knives. Chef's knives. knives, Like, we
1: built, like, a whole collection because i thought oh we should have all this stuff and then of course i realized like i use one knife one or two knives just like just one chef's knife and so yeah i've been purging those as well and we sold a couple of those we sold two to one guy yeah to one guy eighty dollars
0: yeah what stuff is good um uh, just one note about cast iron though just if anyone's like oh cast iron's a good seller or whatever double box it box it like it's glass
1: because it will actually, shatter because yeah it's it seems hard like if you hit someone on the head with it but <laughs> it's interesting we had a couple of cast irons a long time ago yeah, a long time ago so ask me how i know it, uh
0: <laughs> ask me how i know because they both it broke. showed up
1: someplace and it just cracked in half because yeah. it's
0: uh well first of all it's heavy as hell so if you don't double box it it's getting jostled around and so both of those were i kind of avoided packing them for like a day or so because i was like uh it's gonna take me like a good amount of time to pack these but it wasn't bad yeah um just as long as it's double boxed padded bubble wrapped and it'll get there fine so scavenge of the week
1: uh i went to a thrift store just kind of offhandedly and yeah. they were just having like a clean out sale yeah and i ended up buying a bunch of stuff
0: like, so much stuff that like i noticed in my office i went up there because you bought stuff and came home and it's I was like, like three
1: big boxes yeah i was stuff. like
0: what are these new boxes yeah. I, I don't recognize these boxes it's just fine
1: and a lot of good stuff too so uh add it yeah. to the queue
0: good stuff so i started like putting it out for my helper, which was funny because you're like, oh, I just bought this and you're already putting it out. I'm like, these boxes are totally in my way. Yeah, <laughs> right. Just need stick,
1: to- it in, <laughs> stick it in your way.
0: And, yeah. and our helper's still doing okay? Yeah, he's doing great. Um, a I, young, young 16-year-old man. Well, so I roast on the days he comes. So he comes right when I try to go to the roaster building at the exact same time. So I haven't seen him in weeks, but mm. I leave a note. I'm like, here's the deal for today. Do this, do that. He's been doing good. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Like, we had to drive to the next town over, which takes about 45 minutes. And I just hopped on my computer and put my phone on a hotspot and was listing stuff on eBay. Because I'm trying to keep up with him, you know, in between which is fine. I'd rather do that than just sit in the car and do nothing, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I love that hot spot on my phone. <laughs> like, yeah. Live off that thing. It is good.
1: Yeah. Uh, customer issues. We had a, we've had a couple of returns. You know, it's just... Mostly way, returns for fit. Way of life. Yeah.
0: Fit or I just didn't like it.
1: Yeah. And, and on like, the okay. forum, we've had people come on who are, I don't know if it's kind of new to them, but you know, it it always stinks when you get like a neutral or negative feedback, especially when the person seems confused. Like they gave you a neutral for an item that (laughs) you didn't even send them. Like they're talking about some (laughs) other item. Yeah. It's just like, what do you do? And you know, the, the, the answer is always like two things, three things. Number one, try and engage with that buyer, you know, and you, Try and communicate with them, and you can send a feedback
0: removal request, yeah, request,
1: and that's a good one. And spend time on that. Number two, you can go to eBay and try and dispute the feedback, you know, yeah. And number three, you can just not do anything and just respond with your life, yeah. I mean, I don't think in all the time we've been selling now, 12 years. Uh, we've ever gone a year without having some kind of a neutral or negative feedback because they're up there for a year.
0: It's amazing to me when sellers have been selling for like 15 years and they're like, in all of my time, I've never had a neutral or a negative. I'm like, how? And so I can
1: can say with with experience that it does not stop people from buying from us. As long as, I mean, we take them seriously. As long as the, the thing the person's complaining about isn't some... Yeah issue that we have with all of our other items or right. if we're doing something wrong yeah like on a consistent basis right normally it's just it's, it's, it's a one-off it's a buyer has an opinion well that they're allowed to have the
0: other thing too is like so one of our neutral or negatives i forget was somebody said the sh their shoes fell apart never contacted me I was like, I can give you a refund. Well, the thing about managed payments is I actually don't know how to give a refund outside of like um, them not opening a case. I've mm. had to tell people, you know, they're like, oh, I'm just going to mail this back to you. I'm like, you actually have to open a return because I don't know how to refund you right. any other way. So it's kind of tough where it's not just PayPal where you go into the PayPal thing and you're like, send refund. Right. It's just a little wacky. And
1: then like old dad was saying on the Forum and we do this is like on the feedback, you as a seller are allowed to make a comment.
0: Right. You can reply.
1: And what you don't do is what I see a lot of sellers you know do is R&D. that they like, this buyer is crazy. Yeah. You know, like this is fraud. It's just, we just always say, I take returns, returns for any reason. For any a reason. There is no communication right. from the buyer. Just so if there is a potential buyer yeah. and they are interested in reading your feedback, they can see, like, yeah. oh, I mean. Like I don't mostly know.
0: I say, buy it, you know, yeah. we take returns for any reason for, you know, 30 yeah. days. No, yeah. you know, buyer did not want to return, you yeah. know, in some, some such short language because yeah. they only give you a few characters. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So So anyway,
0: yeah, it's not a big deal.
1: Something else that was interesting in the the forum, Julie, who has been around for a while.
0: Yeah.
1: She announced that she uh, is leaving her full-time job uh, to sell on eBay full-time. So I don't, you know, this is the story that I understand is that she started selling on eBay and she tried to go full-time and maybe it didn't work. Right, yeah. right. You know, it's a lot of work. Maybe you aren't making as much money as you want soon enough. As
0: quickly, yeah.
1: She took some contract work. She has a very specific skill set, yeah. which is great if you want to do yeah. contract work. But it turned out that the employer she was doing contract work for just basically turned it into a full time job. Yeah. And now, three years later, she's realizing like she doesn't like that. That lifestyle yeah of well, working for somebody full-time and now she is she put in her notice and she's now going to go full-time selling on ebay and she thinks yeah. she can do it i i'm hoping i i think the way she talks about on the form that while she's been working a full-time job she's been building up her ebay business so hopefully right. she's not starting from scratch. going. yeah she'll keep going with it a couple things Number one, congrats. That's a good feeling. It's huge. If you're not, if you're having a lot of stress doing someone else's work, you know, it's great to work for yourself. And we've yeah. always said that if you're willing to work forty plus hours a week for somebody else, do it for yourself. Give yourself that time. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not like you can quit a job someplace else and then just like not do anything and make money. Yeah, I mean, it's you like have to do something. You, you hear, I mean, just go back yeah. to the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. Talk. I mean, we've been doing this for a long time. You're still dealing with stress. It's just, it's a different kind of stress. And that's why it's... Right. To me, it's a fun kind of stress when we're solving our own problems. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, it's like... It's not
1: great, but...
0: There's a lot of pressure because it is just dependent on you and there is no paycheck coming at the end of the week or yeah. every two weeks. It's, but... You know, you can take a break when you want, yeah. or you can change things as quickly as you want. You know, and the other thing
1: is, we also have a specific skill set, which is of, uh, which is, uh, it's video production, right? Uh, and we, over the years, still do contract work from time to time. We have old clients <laughs> or people that have heard about us, and yeah, uh, we can solve very specific problems right specific video uh, problems but i always say with our contract work we always sign contracts where the job is very specified so we agree with them right time wise we're doing xyz yeah in an x amount of time and right. you're going to pay us x amount right of money and so there's a beginning and there's an end yeah. and there's a number on it and that's it contract work with no end date is just a job without benefits. Right. You know? That's true. And that is, uh, you know, in these days with more and more companies kind of a wanting to hire contractors, you got to be real careful of that, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, and it just depends on what you want. Yeah. Maybe you want that. Maybe you want that constant,
1: you know? Yeah, but, you know, that can get, you know, if you're basically just full-time forever, right. Right. you might as well get a real job with them and get benefits and yeah. 401K yeah, and all, all that, that stuff. stuff. Yeah, I mean, if not, it's, you're just like a, like a, what's it called? The people that drive around cars and uh, like a gig Uber drivers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Um, I was also thinking, too, I mean, we've talked about it before. So we've been doing this 2008. I'm
0: 47. How old are you? Hmm. <laughs> You're 47. Uh-huh. You're 47. You're six 47. years older than okay, me. Okay, I'm 47.
1: Yeah. Uh, I am just... I just feel like I am unemployable, you know? I think <laughs> about, like... You're just like... I, it's been... Fi- I, I was thinking about this. I I have not had a job right. where I could, like, put on a, like, a, you know, <laughs> resume. I've yep. not had a job in 15 years. Yep. 15 years.
0: That's when you left your job in New York. Yeah. And we, like traversed the country on our right. own
1: right i mean you know i still think i have a, a valuable skill set but i think as i get older like into my 50s i just think employers are like we don't want to hire these old no, guys with like no you work. have a
0: 15 year gap so, no
1: so this it's better weird. work whatever we're doing here this well better it is work working I'm it is like, working I'm, I'm like burning bridges here I'm yeah. just like, you know
0: <laughs> yeah well that's fine. I think yeah. that's not a bad thing.
1: I'm, I think I'm also unemployable where I just like, I can't imagine like waking up. And being
0: told what to do. That's going, my problem.
1: Going into like some building and like there's somebody who's like, oh, did you do this thing? And I'm just like, what? What? Why? Like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I got to go somewhere. They're like, you can't go anywhere. You, yep. you, you have to stay here till like five o'clock. I'm like, what? I got to stay
0: here? Well, like, we have a friend.
1: I can't, I, I, I got to go do something. Like It's going to be more efficient if, if I you let to me do go this thing. drive somewhere for two hours. And then yeah. it'll, it'll be so much better. Nope, you got to sit there. I'm like,
0: what? We have a friend that wasn't. The an- heck? Okay, enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> we have a friend who was an independent worker yeah. and just got a full-time job. It's a little bit independent, but it is definitely clocking in and clocking out with a salary. And we're like, let's see how long he lasts. Yeah. No, he...
1: Right. I don't know if he's... He traded. He, you know, he got an offer that he thought was good. And he wants to see if, uh, you know, because that is the... On the other side is the, like, the the like
0: the lure apple, of a the, paycheck the lure of like the lure of steady the work
1: like you're gonna pay me how much so every Friday I just get a check They're just gonna be money in my bank yeah. and I just have to just like do what you tell me and then that's it I and, and then like av- you know at 5 o'clock like I just clock out and I don't have to
0: think about anything that now. is not true these days though let's just be very clear yeah. you have a phone in your pocket yeah. 24 hours a day right And you're on salary, you're on call. Right. Like you're, you might work 12, 15 hour days, Mm. you know, 12 to 15 hour days. Um, and that's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, Although
1: I think there's probably a lot of people that work jobs where like they're like, well, maybe they might. I just turn my phone off. I don't do anything. Well,
0: I've seen that because yeah. I've tried to communicate with people who have those jobs, and you're like, oh, it's Friday at four. Right. I'm like, not going to hear till 10, 10 a.m. Right. on Monday. Yeah, you know, so, the end. <laughs>
1: yeah. So anyway, Julie, congrats. I hope it works out. She sounded very like kind of. And and I guess the whole the whole title of her post was. Having FU money.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: Google it. This go-
0: Google- S- is a kid friendly
1: show. Yeah. Uh, you know, having her money she's making on eBay gives her the power to be able to uh, leave a job yeah. and not have to be like dependent on them. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's go to the questions or comments that people sent in this week.
0: Okay. You can call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540 407 8486. Or you can email us an audio file from your phone. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com.
3: Hey, Jay and Ryan. Mike here from Rustin Thing. Just want to tell you about a situation I had happen this week. A customer bought, got online, and saw I had some patches for sale. Proceeded to send me email. First one saying, you know, I noticed you got these patches for sale if I buy more than one. Can I offer you X amount? And I denied the offer by, you know, pretty much saying that, no, that's not what I'm looking to get. But uh, the next uh, message that came, and the next one after that was uh, harassment, really. It was, uh you're asking $5 shipping on a patch. By the way, I'm doing a uh, a calculated shipping. And patches unfortunately go u s p s first class. The reason I do that rather than throw them in an envelope is um you know I'm trying to keep the top raters top rated status and and I don't want to lose that anyways uh because I was charging more than a buck for shipping for a batch, I was unethical, and he would choose not to do business with me anyways because I was unethical and uh of course, it caught me at a bad moment. You know, And I, you know, at first, I used, sometimes I'm able to just brush that stuff off. But it builds on you when these, these guys are calling you unethical and, you're, and you have no intention of being that person. You're trying your best to run a straight business, get it shipped on time, send follow-up emails, keep a positive attitude. Um, just wondering how you guys handle those situations. Do you just ignore them or do you even get those situations? Thanks for your show. Talk to you later.
1: Great question. It's a good question, although it sounds like you're in a spaceship flying far <laughs> from Earth. Uh, it's fine. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is, you know, if yes. you've been selling for a while on eBay, this is very common where buyers have opinions on the way you sell things. And if you don't give them exactly what they want, they just get very angry and it's fine. Yep, the answer is just to block.
0: Ignore. And Ignore.
1: Uh but on your specific case, look look, we are right there with you. We do calculated shipping, and you know the thing is buyers want the cheapest shipping, and I get that, and we're not trying to make people pay the most, but oftentimes the cheapest shipping means you as a seller are taking all the risks. Right. And they're not, you know, they're not either acknowledging that right. or they don't care. And so some sellers probably hearing this right now are like, of course I'll just throw it in an envelope. I mean I'll With just take stick. a risk. Yeah. You know, if I lose one patch every you know hundred, then I just take that risk, but I'm selling more. And again, that's just you know everyone's uh, risk tolerance. We don't really like to do that. So
0: I mean there have been times when if someone's just being really obnoxious. I mean, we block and ignore a lot, but there have no, been times. No,
1: really? I mean, no, I mean, I mean, it happens What? no, I'm not someone. saying it
0: happens oh. a lot. I'm saying anytime it happens, I we block you. and ignore them. Absolutely. But there have been times where someone's being, I, I don't even know where, where, yeah, they catch you in a bad moment and you just respond. And I mean, basically you're like, just buy from someone else. Why do you, if you think no. I'm like a bad business person, <laughs> right. just find it somewhere else. or look Classic you can get this on walmart.com for $3 there. Or they'll say there are other sellers that are much cheaper. We're like, great. Buy from them. Why are you even talking to me? Yep. You know, there's definitely times where I've responded like that and you block and then you ignore the rest of their messages. But yeah, you know, human to human, you're like, Why are you even sending me this message?
1: I mean, you know, people are reasonable and they're like, look, I want to buy this. Can we do a deal on shipping? Right. Uh, We'll do that because oftentimes our prices are very flexible. Right. We build in profits. So we're willing to take, it's basically an offer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an offer. Yeah. You
0: know, like you said, if someone's being reasonable, but if someone's just being uh, blatantly harassing you from the get go, it's like, no.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're probably
0: going to return it anyway and say it was defective.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if they get that no.
1: belligerent that quickly, <laughs> and you know that they're in. They're they're probably not the people you want to sell to. Yeah.
4: Hi guys, this is John from Pennsylvania. I was just calling to see if anyone else has ran into the same thing I have, um, or if people aren't noticing uh, when you go to print a single label, eBay has been pre-selecting. A different method than what you've specified or what the buyer has paid for. For instance, I'll sell something that has media mail or first class and when I go to print a single label, FedEx Ground is selected by default um, and I have to actually select first class or media mail, whichever one it was that I wanted to send. Um, and this is only happening with single items for me. If I ship multiple items at once, the correct shipping method comes up in the correct price. But I've noticed uh, for about the past week or two, if I have a single item to ship and I go to print to label, it comes up and there will be a different option selected, usually a more expensive option. So I just want everyone to notice that and keep an eye out for it um, and see if it was just me that was noticing that. Uh, anyway enjoy the podcast you guys keep it up
0: uh i have not noticed that um uh, meaning not that i haven't just noticed it it hasn't been happening to me i wonder if it's just a weird glitch the thing that i do notice which really bugs the crap out of me with ebay shipping labels is if you change the weight say it's a little bit under or a little bit over um I will type the, you know, say it's first class and you're like, oh, it's a little bit more than 10 ounces. Okay, fine. It's not a big deal. Um, You had first class chosen and then you type in the new one and it like switches over to priority or something. Like I've seen it bounce back and forth when you change the dimensions or the weight. So you have to double check once you've changed those parameters that it goes back to what you selected. Um, I've noticed that before, but I've never noticed that it would switch to, number one, a more expensive method and number two, a different carrier. Uh, I wonder if that's just a a glitch right now. I've never seen that, but it is super annoying. I've definitely, um, you know, someone's paid for parcel and I've upgraded them to priority, but I had to change something on the size or whatever. And it goes back to parcel and you press print and you're like, no, you have to void it out. I'm sure I'm not the only one that's done that, so that's a pain. Uh, the good thing is, once you void it, I mean, the post office—if it never gets scanned, the post office just refunds you in like two weeks. But so
1: does, so does that happen? I mean, often, like ha- having to void. No, emails?
0: I mean, it's it's like I on days when I have only had one cup of coffee, and you're like, ah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't even remember the last time it happened, but I, I have had that happen.
1: But, but it does take two uh, weeks to yeah, it takes a couple of weeks. Get, get the money back. Yeah, okay. they'll,
0: they'll give you the money back. Cool. But it always sucks when you press print and you're like, oh, yeah. I meant to do prior- upgrade them to priority because it was actually cheaper and faster. So.
2: Right. Hey, you beautiful people. I hope this is the scavenger life. Um, and I'm not leaving a random voicemail for someone else. This is Chuck. I just want to say thanks so much for what you guys are doing. I've been listening to your podcast, uh, newly and I'm loving it. I'm um, just getting into eBay selling. And so just wanted to say thanks for what you guys have done because it's just made it fun for me. A couple bits of advice you gave were one, sell the things that were just fun to you. And I've been doing that and I've been having a blast. Um, secondly, you guys made a suggestion about posting, uh, some scale of, like, size reference, uh, in your pictures. And you joked about using a banana. And I've been using a banana in all my posts with a little handwritten note that says, banana not included. I've even named my store banana not included because I just think it's funny. And, uh, and I've been having such a good time because of it. I actually had a customer just send me an offer that I accepted, but they said they couldn't offer any more money if the banana wasn't included. So I'm just having a blast with it. But my question for you guys is this, um, when do you auction and when do you buy it now? It seems like most of your stuff is buy it now. Most of my stuff is buy it now, but I've got a couple items where I just I just wonder if an auction might work better. Um, I've actually had some items I've been selling, uh, I started with auctions, and then I started listing just buy it now, and those items stopped selling as regularly. So does it make sense uh, for just when does it make sense to auction? When does it make sense to buy it now? Um, coming from a person who's brand new, I have no idea, but I bet you, you guys do. So, again, thanks so much for what you guys are doing. You're awesome and keep it up.
0: Banana for scale. Yep. Isn't that an internet meme?
2: I think so. Something.
1: But, uh, yeah. So, that, that's fun. Yeah. I, I love that. I, I mean, it's just, I just want to reinforce the only way selling on eBay in a sustainable way works is if you have fun, which is kind of what we started with. Yeah. And part of that is finding, selling things that you think are interesting, you know? So, and if having you, fun with it, exactly. So if you like a video games, then, you know, start selling video games. Right. If you like.
0: And then well, find other things from there.
1: You know, but this idea, like, Someone on the internet says selling, you know, antique China is is valuable. I'll I'll just start doing that, and you're just like <laughs> hating it. You're it. just like I hate this stuff. I've
0: learned a little like,
1: that You're not gonna do that, you know. Yeah. So it is about having fun. Um, and I do. it's want to say too. This guy just started hearing our podcast. I guess. Yeah. Go back and. And check out our old podcast because, you know, these these days, we don't often talk about a newbie kind of things. We just kind of talk about what's interesting to us. Yeah. Uh, But in those early podcasts, we were really talking about, I mean, we were kind of in the beginnings of things, too. So maybe right where people are. So I think a lot of that is evergreen.
0: Yeah. Uh, In terms of... Auction, auction versus buy it now. I have not done an auction since two thousand eight.
1: Yeah, that's Look, my answer. <laughs> there are people hearing this right now who will they will fight to the death, saying <laughs> that auctions make sense for certain things, and that's great. The only answer is to just try it. Like, yeah, just
0: try it. You can't go wrong. Try, a, you know,
1: try a seven day auction. There are items that have a lot of value and a lot of people want those things and maybe you'll get a bidding war and something that you might have listed for $100 and might sell for 500 To me, that's kind of like a jackpot. It's like a lottery, but it's also a lot more hand-holding and a lot more touching of things. You're having to keep up with auctions. We've often found too that most auctions sell, if they sell, for opening bid, yep. so one person buys it. Yep. So you and go, then they don't
0: pay, and then
1: you go through the whole thing. <laughs>
0: Depending on the item, and
1: for us, it's all about list it and forget it for the most part. But a big caveat: research. Yeah. So we do not put things up just randomly, like uh, yeah, you know, oh, let's just put ten dollars on it. No, we uh, yeah. look it up. And as you sell more, you just know kind of what things cost, too. Like, Yeah. Uh, Or sell for.
0: And, you know, you you can try auctions. I mean, I think that's That's right. But but I feel like the research and the price high with Make Offer, willing to do Make Offer, um, and really feeling like you're getting the price you want for something is important. And that's what's been important for me. I mean... You know, we do laugh at my prices right. sometimes. Like, I will sell something. I will sell two wooden bowls for yeah.
1: $100. Well, our thing is we do a reverse auction. and that's, <laughs> I put
0: it at the highest price.
1: And that's what I mean by... <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. That's what I mean by we add... We, it's Buy It Now with Make Offer. So we put the highest price we think we can get with the Make Offer and then let people make offers. And then if it's a popular item, we'll kind of see where the offers. End up, so if we put it up for five hundred dollars, right. all the offers are about two hundred. We're like, okay, okay, I guess that's where the, the market's, market's at. about two hundred rather than you put it up for a hundred dollars and then you hope people bid it up to, you right. know and anyway, right. it's
0: just it's just a different way of doing it.
1: To us is like I don't wanna have to list, relist, list, relist, you know. Just put it up, it's there. If you want it, send us an offer. So so that's 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 our business. God, was that complicated? I don't want to make things complicated. It's not complicated. People. Okay. um,
0: Give it a try. And then if it works for you, go for it. If it doesn't, buy it now. Yep. Okay, that's it for the calls. Okay. I want to say this before sure. we close. Okay. As we close. Okay. Uh, change oh your coffee, change your life. Oh, my God. I, I got an email from a scavenger who's on the forum very actively that was like, you know what? You convinced me to buy some good coffee, obviously, Mm -hmm. from us. Um, We buy Walmart coffee, and it's okay. And I'm like, oh, boy, I can't wait till you get our coffee. Now, I want to say this. Okay, broadporchcoffee.com or broadporch.coffee if you're a nerd, a website nerd. Our blend, we have two blends. We have an espresso dark roast and then kind of a medium dark roast southern split. Those are good starters. Those are like, you don't have to be a nerd. It's not a light roast. I'm drinking Southern Split in our drip coffee maker all week, putting cream in it. You know, it's not some espresso pour over, AeroPress, nerd life. You can do those things. It's just good coffee in the morning. Can I give everyone a quick history of coffee? Sure. Whoa. In the United States. Okay, go for it.
1: Just in my lifetime. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like if you're a baby boomer or a Gen Xer, Yeah. I think everybody else might be not be alive still. I don't know if people <laughs> are before that. Anyway, you know, we all grew up with just like Folgers coffee. Like, Maxwell House. That was it. And like with beer, it was just like Bud Light and Michelob. Like yeah. there was no real yeah. choice. It was just kind of generic. And that's commodity. What, we that's call it. what we all just drank. Yeah. Uh, my generation, Gen X, are the ones that started doing like craft beer, mm-hmm. but also you started getting like specialty coffee. Right. You know. And I remember in the '90s, it was like the mid '90s. I lived in Cincinnati for a while. There was a coffee shop, yeah, like on this little cute street, and. They didn't really serve specialty coffee. It was just a coffee shop, and it was just like a cool place to hang out, and they just served like regular coffee, and you'd buy one cup, and you could refill it.
0: Did they do espresso or no? No. Just coffee. And it was just... But
1: that was when like Starbucks started coming in, and as much as people love or hate Starbucks, they're the ones that really started helping to spread the popularity of specialty coffee where you get espresso drinks right you know uh that wasn't folders it was like a you know a darker blend
0: although many would argue that starbucks is no longer specialty coffee right but but you can kind of
1: at the same time in like the late 90s and then into the early 2000s like the craft beer people started to like roast their own coffee right and they would buy good coffee beans and they would roast it in a way that did not taste like anything you had ever tasted before. Right. So whereas Starbucks, they were, uh, you know, showing people that you'd have like a latte and espresso. espresso drinks. Yeah, they were also just doing really dark roast. That's why it tastes really smoky. Yeah, you know, because they just roast it. Yeah, they kind of roast a lot of the flavor out of it. Yeah. Whereas especially coffee, I remember when we moved to San Francisco in two thousand. Six. Six. <laughs> there were these, like, little coffee shops popping up, like, Blue Bottle.
0: And Ritual Roasters. Yeah,
1: and which are now got sold off, and they're huge. But, you know, it was a big deal. You're going, like, wow, this
0: coffee is crazy. Yeah.
1: Like, it tastes like nothing I've ever yeah, had Yeah, it's before. amazing.
0: It has tasting notes, like wine.
1: And so here's 2020. We're, like, trying to have a little specialty coffee uh, roaster yeah. and cafe in Luray, Virginia? <laughs> that would have been unheard yeah. of, but that's the that's the change, and so yeah. I mean, look, we get it. Not too long ago, we were buying coffee from Costco. It's been a year good. and a half ago. It's like Starbucks. It
0: literally is Starbucks branded. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was pretty decent. Even if you got a medium roast, it was pretty darkly roasted. Yeah, it's pretty You dark. know, so uh, but there really is a difference when you buy specialty coffee. If you live in any town in America, there is a roaster near Nearby. you that is roasting, you know, good specialty coffee. Uh,
0: and I'm not talking about like weird flavors. It's like our dark roast is just, it's just, number one, it's fresh. So the coffee that we're sending you, we either roasted it that day or the day before. Right. Uh, we roast twice a week. Yeah. And we ship on those days. But it's
1: just like, so it's just like if you, but it's fine. If you like drinking folders, it's fine. You know, it's just like your opinion, man. I mean, it's just like if you like like Bud Light, it's fine. But if you're into like craft beer and you like the different tastes of beer, it's the same way with coffee. There are different tastes of coffee that you can enjoy. You're going to pay a little bit more. Yeah. Because it costs more to make it small batches. Yep. But...
0: Small batches. If you want to try a living wage,
1: if you trust
0: us, yeah, try
1: a coffee you've maybe never had before and see what you think. We can even grind it for you. Yes, so if I, you can order. Like
0: I said, I ordered a part for our grinder, yep. so I'm grinding. I'm grinding that coffee.
1: So and you can do it in your drip coffee. That's maker. how
0: I'm drinking it. We
1: uh, it's great. We have a drip coffee maker here. Yep. you know, in our house. A Bonavita. It's
0: a Bonavita. It is like a higher end drip coffee maker for like, I guess coffee nerds like it. It's just a drip coffee maker. I bought it on eBay for 30 bucks. Yeah. So like I got it on sale. It doesn't
1: matter. You could do it in a Mr. Coffee and it'd be fine. uh, So
0: yeah, yeah. broadporch.coffee. That's the website. We would love it if you ordered from us. Jay and I were packing and shipping. (laughs) That's right. With Phil. Right. He was showing us how to do it. Right. How to I mean, do it. Well, it's it's funny. Our partner Phil,
1: um, he is a roaster.
0: Yes, master roaster. The
1: master roaster. Yeah. Uh, he was like, yeah. So I ship these orders. I'm like, this is how I do. it. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> We know all about packing and shipping and like, let us show you what's going on. So uh, this is
0: how you can do it. So we're excited about I, Jay. So to bookend this podcast, Jay was like, well, what are you excited about? I'm like, I can't wait to really start doing full shipping and packing for the coffee business. Like we're roasting, we're packing, we're shipping. Like to me, that's super exciting, which sounds really nerdy, but it's true. So that's my excitement and fun for the week is to figure out how to do that right. So put orders in, so I'll have lots of orders to ship. That's it. Okay. Podcast is ending in three, two, one. We're
1: gone.